Welcome to One Turn Off. My name is Britton Roselle, your host for the next approximate hour of auditory content. Joining me today is the illustrious Logan Orange Julius Lily and Andrew that Purple Hayes Pole. That was a joke because of the Ides of March, Julius Caesar, Orange Julius. I, I saw, used to love Orange Julius as a kid. I saw the color the and I was like, mall. Orange Purple Haze has the word purple in it. Okay, well that was that was a connection. Why so don't you made get one. a middle name, Britton? Because Britton, he just he's always need one. He doesn't if, need one. See, we have to meet his level. You see. I mean, like if you were to prescribe me a, a middle nom de plume, what would it be? For this week specifically? Yeah. This week. Okay, so mine was a joke about Julius Caesar. <laughs> I was hoping that somebody was going to jump on a Brutus, but I don't know how you... Well, orange and purple are two combination colors, so he would have to have one with the color green in it. Yeah. With a... It's a shamrock a shake. Shamrock shake. Which I can't have. Britain shamrock shake Roselle. I've also never had... Green from Envy. I don't get envy sure. People get envious no, no, of me. No, that, that's Ooh. what I was referring to. I'd have to. I guess I had to say it better. What? Because I, I didn't say green. He's with trying to envy. imply that people are envious of green you. And due so to making envy. y'all green. green with envy. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. roll off the tongue. Yeah, though. that's like a lot to unpack. But really. I mean, you can turn green because people are envious of you. Now I'm thinking of a McRib. I don't think that's how that. What? Well, because we talked about the <laughs> Shamrock Shake, and I've never had him. And I was gonna say I've McRibs never had a McRib. Same. <laughs> But I've always wanted to. But they like, I know bad. the concept of a McRib because like that's They're like not good. that's like the rib sandwiches that happened at like every cafeteria. Yeah, ever. yeah. It's basically yeah, it's a McRib. That. It's that. Um, I've never gone and said like, oh yeah, please give me a McRib. I have one. <laughs> please cut it right out of Ronald McDonald and feed it down my gullet. Uh huh. That's how. <laughs> that's how Eve was born. <laughs> yeah. But um, there was a big fire that randomly happened at the one mcdonald's near me and the sign forever says we're hiring and then the mcrib is back oh it's always so there it's forever. like for the end of time until they the mcrib they fix like the they McDonald's. have to commit to it yeah um but speaking of long lost fast food items the pizzone is coming back the pizzone the, the, the pizza hut calzone oh oh yeah. i forgot about the pizzone yeah they're coming back in april i have it on they weren't bad authority. They were pretty decent, if I remember. I don't correctly. remember having one, so I'm, I really like calzones, though. As at this long point as they don't life. have too much ricotta, they don't have ricotta. Cheese. The Dark Lord Keto won't agree to that, though. <laughs> right, but it's he, a, it's cheese. Yeah, but the there's bread. still the shell, man. Oh. You gotta have that bread, like. And then I you'll could... just have the goo in here. Can I just have the goo inside <laughs> like of the zone? Like, I wonder how it works. Like, do you think I can sacrifice? Like, if I cut off like my arm, mm-hmm. like, do I get all that in carbs? Well, can you I have test that it. back? I mean, you do lose weight that way too. I'll have to. I'll have to summon the demon Keto and let him <laughs> let him know what the I dark am. Dark Lord, like, Keto. please let me know what I am and am not allowed to eat. Bacon. For those familiar with it, won't turn off. I want to thank you for sticking with us through all these years, and for new listeners, welcome to the conversation. Each month, it won't turn off. We'll be looking at a different prompt. In this case, we're starting a March series of one-offs, beginning with the best video game betrayals. I'm sorry, I just caught on to Andrew saying bacon, and now I'm just like imagining this conversation where, like, no matter what I ask, the Dark Lord Keto, he just responds bacon. Like that's all I'm allowed to eat. I'm imagining the guy from Puma Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Each month that won't turn off, we'll be looking at a different prompt. In this case, we're starting a March series of one-offs, beginning with best video game betrayals to fit with the Ides of March, R.I.P. Caesar. So without further ado, let's get into the episode right after this word from our sponsor. Sponsor. 
my mind, it's just like it's a dark room, a dark maybe some red light to it, like a red, like it's a dark ominous aura, and like you never see the Dark Lord Keto, but you assume that it's a giant demon with horns. Well, I'm picturing like a cloaked figure, kind of. Yeah, like I could, yeah, I could buy that on the ground. I was thinking like. Anyway, regardless, it's a demonic being of some form, and like uh-huh. it's just like please, what. What can I have to eat? Spins a wheel, and all the things on the wheel are bacon. And it's just bacon. And, like, that's it. Like, that's all you get. Like, no matter what, I'm like, okay, but, like, I can't live off. Like, my skin alone is a fucking wreck because of the amount of grease. In Viking times, it would have been called pimple flesh due to your pimple flesh. Is there, like, a naming, like, algorithm that you went off of there, or? I just felt like that would be correct. Okay. There was a guy okay. in the Viking times with my bone disease called, like, Viking name here, the boneless. No. Oh. I forget his name. It was, like, Volgar. Or and he called everyone nature. else, like, Craig, the dick. So the Ides of March signify <laughs> betrayals, and mm-hmm. betrayals are a trope that are present in almost every medium in every way, shape, or form. They're in many a video game, and we're going to talk about some of them now. So yeah, it is. So I guess we're doing this. We're, we're going to do them kind of quick. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we're yeah. not... This isn't the typical series where we're gonna, you know, we're gonna dive deep into each one. We're just kind of having a friendly discussion. If I wrote know. out paragraphs because I like to be prepared for my podcast. Oh, Britain wrote out paragraphs. I just kind of did notes. So one of my first ones I picked. So obviously all these are gonna have a spoiler if you haven't played these games because like usually a betrayal is a big part of the game. So Typically. I guess there's a spoiler warning here to a lot of games. So I guess just be prepared. To get wrecked if you haven't played one of these I, games. I only picked things that were older for that. Yeah, my both of my picks were older too. So um so my first pick is um Joel and the first Last of Us. And so I guess the big reason I kinda picked that is the entire game is about I mean it's zombies. Well fungus zombies, but regardless. Like, the whole thing is a connection between Joel and Ellie. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, like it, so much of that game, like, when you play it or you watch somebody play it, as I did, like, I watched basically... Because it was... Like, that game is done so well that, like, that's how I experienced it. It was like, I watched my roommate Mike play it, but, like, I got mad if he played it when I wasn't there. Like, I wanted to see... Like, it, it, you're basically watching... The Walking Dead, if it was good. Um, <laughs> I guess it's about... So, like, the emotional connection between characters, and then at the end when you find out that, like, not only has he more or less the entire time been saying, like, Ellie's basically my daughter, like, my new daughter. Like, I basically sued or replaced you. There's a betrayal to the player to some degree, too, because especially if you're doing it in the sense of, like, I'm trying to save the world. Like, if that's, like, your whole thing is, like, oh, I'm trying to make the world a better place. Well, like, the game doesn't really give you an option. Like, yeah, you're playing as Joel, but you're not really allowed to do what you want to do. You're It's Joel still doing what he wants to do. Oh, my God. Joel played the game without you. Yeah. Sure. Um, but he also, like, there is the reveal that he killed Marlene. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't what Ellie thought it was. That's kind of why I picked. Well, and then there's the whole, like... Like, killed all the doctors in the hospital. Yeah. And, like, that whole situation. So it's kind of like it's... Fuck the human race. Yeah. I have a new daughter. And and I guess that's what I'm trying to get at is, like, the fact that, like, 
he literally betrayed the entire world for the sake of saving Ellie's life. Mm -hmm. And I guess, like, to some degree, like, I don't know, maybe there could have been a third scenario where, like, maybe they just took some of her blood or something, but, like, that's not an option. It was literally, like, he betrayed everyone because he liked Ellie so much. Because Ellie was his new daughter. Yep. Because rest in peace, Sarah was his first daughter's name? I want to say it's Sarah. The one that dies in the intro? Yeah. It's probably Sarah. I think it's Sarah. If someone is listening to this (laughs) and is like, it's not Sarah, it's Rebecca, you're an idiot. Like, I don't know, just comment on our Facebook post. Yeah. Or tweet at us. Yeah. Be like, Logan, you're an idiot, you got his daughter's name wrong. So that's why I picked Joel, because I think it's just kind of a big moment, because, like, so much of... I think a good betrayal is built off of, like, emotional compromise, maybe is the best way to put it. I think the build and the relationship between those two characters, like, that's the point of the game, more Mm -hmm. or less. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, you're fighting zombies the whole time. And it wouldn't really fit the narrative that they build if Joel was to just let Ellie go. Yeah, and I think that it's, like... It's a betrayal, and you understand why he did it, but, like, I it doesn't think Ellie feel... is emotionally upset of what he did as well. So, yeah. like, that, it's a betrayal to that friendship, family dynamic, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. That was, should I pick do both of mine yeah, at go once? For it. Okay. The other one I picked, um, I guess kind of similar, but maybe slightly different, is Atlas from Bioshock, the first Bioshock game. Because the entire game, you're like, oh, Andrew Ryan's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Andrew Ryan's evil. You're like, you're doing all these things. Well, it turns out you were mind, you were brainwashed to like, if like basically anytime somebody says, "Would you kindly," you have to do, do that. It. And so, spoiler alert, Andrew, for this really old game. When you think about it, in retrospect. Oh yeah, Bioshock's real old. Um, Andrew Ryan was your dad the whole time. <gasps> that's your that's your dad. You're his son. And Atlas... Can you say that what? line again? Would you... So I can get rid of Andrew coughing. Oh, would you want me to say the whole thing? Just the word that you said beforehand. Would you kindly? No, no. They're like... Never mind. Okay. Regardless. I'll probably repeat myself because that's what I do. Um, so, yeah. Andrew Ryan's your dad. And the whole game, you've been spent trying to take him out simply because Atlas said, would you kindly? And you've been brainwashed. And then, so once that reveal comes out and, like, all this stuff, it's like, oh, shit. And then Andrew Ryan, like, asks, would you kindly, like, kill him? So you beat his head in with a golf club. I always wanted to play Bioshock. I haven't had a chance. So you kill what your do you own mean dad. You haven't had a chance. I haven't had. You like, haven't had. It's been out on everything. And it's on like I think you can get it on like an iPhone now. <laughs> I just like I have to spend money get it, yeah, play it. That's fair, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But like, so I don't know. I think once again, it's that familiar. But it's also ties in similarly to what I said with The Last of Us. It's it's a betrayal. Like yes. It's a betrayal because you have been misled this whole time, but to some degree, as the player, you're also betrayed, like, betrayed, I guess, to a degree, because you're believing one thing the entire game, and you're making Mm -hmm. all these decisions, believing, hey, Andrew Ryan's this evil guy, I'm doing all these things to take. And yeah, Andrew Ryan's a bit morally gray area anyway, so I guess to some degree, but, like, I think when you lead the whole game believing you're doing one thing, to have the betrayal in the game also lead you as a player to be like, oh, shit, I did a lot of things 
that ended up being me killing my own father. Like, it kind of... I think that adds to it as well. So there's this whole dynamic. Those were my two picks that I think were big betrayals. I'm assuming we'll have kind of honorable mentions later because I have a couple of those. This is an opportunity for one of you to go now. Oh, I'm being looked at. Okay. Um, so I kind of picked one big one and one very small one. So I'll start with the small one because uh, the big one's fun. So, if you follow Dragon Ball as much as I do, nope. you know that back in the day there was a game that came out only in, I think, Korea, and it was called Dragon Ball Online, and the villains of the current Dragon Ball game, Dragon Ball Xenoverse, had a kid in that game named Few, uh, and they decided to make him a full whole character in Xenoverse 2, and he, was led, uh, he made us think he was a villain. Or a good guy. And it, it was cool that he's kind of still in that area mm-hmm. for uh, the game. Because if they want to continue the Xenoverse story, they can. And he could be a villain or a good guy whether they want, want that or the other thing. And that's the tiny one. He's purple and he's got uh, I mean, what's got glasses. The, what's the betrayal yeah. there? Oh, he betrays... Okay, so he start. you start off and he's like messing with time. And you're a time patroller in the game. So like... You, you don't want time crimes. No more time crimes. Time crimes are bad crimes. <clears throat> time crimes are bad crimes. But it turns out he's actually fixing the time crimes, Ooh. but only for his own purposes. And then he be- betrays Deborah, Deborah, the demon king. Deborah. <laughs> and From accounting. Yeah. She's a lovely woman. Very. Yeah. Her quiche to die for. Delicious. Fantastic. Delicious. He uses his tiny sword and slices his uh, turn to stone spit and turns him to stone. And saves the day. Is it actually a tiny sword? It's like it's like a short sword. Oh, okay. Like a... A wakizashi. That, gotcha. yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, look look him up to see his design. He It's F-U-U, not 1-U. Be careful. That's a F-U, song. F-U, comma, U. No. And like, you think it's pronounced no f- foo, but it's few. Which, I mean, like... Like F-E-W? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are we sure it's not just the English voice actors it saying it probably wrong? Probably is the English voice because actors. Because that sounds like that should be pronounced foo. The one character, Topo, is top in or F U. English, so. <laughs> With, like, a a little, like, line on yeah. top of the U. Yeah. F Hugh. There you go. So that's the tiny one. Um, The big one is the big entire... <laughs> the entire Mishima family in Tekken are just betraying each other all the time forever so it starts with uh the great-grandfather kempachi mishima uh gets betrayed by heihachi heihachi does actually most of the uh betraying as you do he just kills him he's dead or so he thought because he comes back in tekken surprise one of the tekkens he comes back yeah and it's a fighting game so there's no really plot just a reason to make this big guy I fight. mean, Tekken's plot is very extensive and far-reaching. It's very so extensive like, and far-reaching, but your impression of it varies. One's impression of it varies. I guess that's the fun thing with fighting games, is either there's barely a plot or a ridiculous... Like, if, I mean, you look yeah. at, like, Mortal Kombat, and it's like, yeah, there's all sorts of wars and stuff. And yeah, I guess the tournament's the plot, but, like, there's a lot of bullshit in the background, too. Dead or Alive's wild. Tekken's yeah. wild. Um, Tekken's pretty wild. I don't even want to think about Guilty Gear. 
Guilty Gears is incomprehensible. <laughs> I and guess also the game itself, Street Fighter, simple, but there's a lot of like extensive yeah. background to each character. The Street so. Fighter is, I feel like, relatively simple to understand yeah. once you get into it. But there's like, like the police, the martial artists, and the evil people. Yeah, and then yeah. the evil martial artists. Right. Yeah. That's that's about it. But <laughs> so in Tekken Seven, they revealed the wife of. Uh, Heihachi. Kazumi, I think? Kazumi. And she um, only married him to betray him and try and stop the Mishima family bloodline. And then, but they had a kid anyway. And because he had a kid with, and she has the devil uh, gene. That's Mm -hmm. why. uh, As you do. As one does, right. That's why Jin and Kazuya have like wings and stuff sometimes. That's why that happens. And Heihachi's like, well, <laughs> I don't like that. So he takes Kazuya and throws him off a cliff. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he, like, mind you, when he does this, he is, like, six. Like, he's, like, a like, really like, tiny he's kid. He's a child. And, like, he gave him a chance to not get thrown off a cliff. He's like, if you can beat me, I won't throw you off the cliff. But, of course, he can't because he's a six-year-old. He might have ended up being a good kid, but no. I'm going to throw you off a cliff. Well, what happens? And he said, if you could... Should have beat him. He mm-hmm. should have beat him. Mm-hmm. Well, he eventually kind of does, but it doesn't matter because he's probably going to come back to life. Anyway, Kazuya is at the bottom of the pit. He gets angry and he hates things, and then he comes out and becomes uh, enters the Iron Fist tournament that Heihachi's set up. Um, learns he meets a girl, has a kid. The girl doesn't like have a story for why they got together, but they had a child, Jin Kazama. Who starts out being good. I mean, he's like the main character. He's like the main character. He's kind of going through a weird character arc, or he did, in Tekken 6, where he just is like... Well, okay, they're all evil. Like, the Mishimas are evil. They're not nice people. Don't, like, don't don't invite them to your birthday parties. Yeah, uh, the Mishima Zaibatsu should not be included in any of your, like, parties or get-together. Okay, I should have bridged this a bit more. He I mean, ta- yeah. Kazuya takes Jin, throws him... No. Kazuya takes Heihachi and throws him off a cliff. <laughs> he's like he, the same cliff. Yeah, and he's like, "Ha, sucks." And of course, Heihachi doesn't die. And then there's an ending in Tekken like five, where that's the one with Jinpachi. Tekken five, where Jin like you have a <laughs> there's a whole flashback of Kazuya just constantly people being thrown off cliffs. Yeah. Basically. Flash being... cut of every time everyone has been thrown off the cliff at Tekken. <laughs> no, the flash cut. Three hour like, long video. How nice of a childhood he had with his grandpa. And like, he's holding his grandpa and could either save him or kill him. And it it's building up to like, a happy, like, I'm not going to kill my grandpa. He just straight up throws him in the lava. It's like, psych. <laughs> he does that with Heihachi in the real story. Heihachi's yeah. dead for now. Um, and Jin tries to kill Kazuya. It doesn't work. And now, I guess, if Tekken 8 ever happens, that's going to be the plot. Is Jin trying to kill... Is it Kazuya versus um, Akuma, or is it Jin versus Akuma at the end of 7? At the end of 7, it's... Because uh, I remember that fight took me, like, fucking an hour and a half. It's Kazuya. Jin's not in the Tekken 7 story, really. Right, because he's just, like, kind of walking around in his weird, like, leather hoodie. And Harong, H-Rong, is, like, walking around with his new eye patch because that's his design now. Yeah. And, like, what are you doing, man? Mm-hmm. 
And there's a lot of betrayals. At I, one, I one truly point. think the biggest betrayal of Tekken is the character design of Seven. I like the character design of Seven. Okay. You've told me several times that you've liked the character design of Seven. No, I don't like how wrong. I think he looks like garbage trash. He looks like a protagonist from a different show. Yeah. But at one point, the bear becomes the CEO of the Mishima Zaibatsu. As you should. And then he betrays Kazuya. And that's the biggest betrayal that I was leading up to this whole time. Thanks, Tekken. Mm-hmm. ba da bears a CEO. I could have just done a whole episode on Tekken betrayals. <laughs> all, could, all Tekken betrayals. We could do this whole thing about Tekken betrayals, but I th- I'm very curious about your picks, Britain. The most important thing, though, is a bear became a CEO of a major company. Yeah, Kuma's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, very important and very strong. Big friend of Heihachi. Yeah. So my two picks were... And Charmin. Arthas Menethil from Warcraft, um, and the boss from Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater. Mm. Um, that one I'll talk about first because it's shorter, but like technically speaking, the boss didn't actually betray anyone other than Vulgan, um, because her mission was to infiltrate the Soviet unit, get close to their program, and destroy it from the inside to save the world and stop nukes. But Snake does a lot of it for her, really, and then she just kind of helps out in the background secretly. Mm-hmm. But when you're playing the game, you don't know that. So you just know that the virtuous mission, the first mission in the game, ends with her siding with Vulcan and pushing you out of a helicopter. Oh, no! Um, and then she takes the big rocket thing. Um, which, I mean, that leads to a lot of Snake's turmoil throughout the game and serves as kind of like the emotional impetus for their climactic final battle in the flower field, which only happens so that Snake could be ready for the trials ahead and become the one true boss. True. So, like, while it was a betrayal for the character, it ultimately was, like, the true, like, the good ending, I guess. Mm-hmm. Whereas... Because it puts you on the right path. Yeah. Well, I mean, Big Boss becomes, like, a crazy well, psychopath, yeah. but, like... Yeah. Big bad. It's whatever. Yeah. Speaking of crazy psychopaths, Arthas, um, how familiar are the two of you with Warcraft 3 specifically? I saw the movie. That has nothing to do with Warcraft 3. Yeah. Um, um... <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, so... Um, long ago! Long ago, Arthas was the prince of Lordaeron. Okay. Um, he was a paladin that was trained by the powerful and just Uther the Lightbringer. Word. He was the paladin class in Hearthstone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which yeah. you would remember. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, because we yeah, played we... a lot of Hearthstone. Um, during Warcraft 3, Arthas intercepts the necromancer Kel Fizad, who is planning on poisoning small towns to increase the Lich King's undead army. Oh, my God. Um, Arthas stops him, but not before Plagued Grain is sent to Strathall. Oh, What's that no. name? Plagued Grain. Oh, like, my that's God. Like an actual, it's that's like, a, like that's not a person. grain that is poison. That's like an actual... Oh, I thought it was a person's name. I'm like, yeah, Plagued no, Grain. Like, he got some bad wheat. <laughs> yeah, bad, I am Plagued Grain. Bad, stinky poison wheat. Um, Horde then, hero. <laughs> despite being told to go literally like anywhere else by everyone, um, Arthas goes to Strathholm to try and save the population. But then he's too late because the grain has already been distributed oh, no. and the People citizens are, are doomed. See, and that's why you need the Dark Lord Keto because they would have never <laughs> They don't have it. grain. They like, wouldn't, we don't they'd need be like, this. Like, Arthas this would garbage. never have become the Lich this. King if he was on the Keto diet. Already poisoned. Oh my gosh, we would have saved all of 
Warcraft. Um, Lord Duran. No, not that one. Like, I just... Anyway, he's too late. The grain's distributed. The citizens are doomed. And then Arthas is like... Because that fucking bread, man. Mm -hmm. Arthas is like, hey, soldiers, we need to cleanse the city to stop the infection and make sure that the lich doesn't get any soldiers. We have this hot new diet. <laughs> <laughs> Kill everyone. That's our new diet. Yeah. And then Jaina and Uther are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then they leave. And then the Stratholme incident leads to Arthas kind of desiring vengeance against the lich and all of his, like soldiers lich please and without the oh support of jaina and uther he kind of gets led to searching for the, the cursed blade frost morn which makes him go big crazy after he gets mm -hmm. it and then he becomes a death knight and works for the lich betrays the paladins and the humans he once sought to protect because of the sword that whispers to him and he's like no i'm doing it it's fine i'm okay and then <laughs> the whole time he's like i'm just gonna just kill innocent people it's fine the sword is not telling me to do it that's what it says. That's yeah. what it's saying. The lich is just doing the whisper song. Yeah. Young ones. Um, so he breaks into the Order of the Silver Hand to steal an urn with the remains of what he thinks to be Kalthazad to res resurrect him for the Lich King. And then he kills his former allies and engages in a battle with Uther, who then dies and becomes a big mad ghost. Um, and then a bunch of shit happens and he becomes a Lich King. So he basically betrays the entire human race because he got angry once. Because of grain. Unlike Joel, who did it for uh, for for happiness and family. No, he just wanted power. Wow. Yep. All of this because of some bad grain. Yep. You know? Yep. 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 Or if he would have like listened to his friends, then they he wouldn't have happened either. So like, there's a lot, but like the betrayal is long and ongoing for uh, throughout the entirety of Warcraft Three, basically. And Guys, then it happens. Listen and trust your friends, or else you too will wield Frostmourne and go crazy. We'll end up on Yeah, you know, as it does. Mm -hmm. Don't get that bad grain. No. If anything I've said has led somebody to think that they want to do keto, I'm sorry, because like that's why I don't. I just to to like that would be a betrayal of my morals because like. Nobody likes it. I guess that's my thing. Is I hope that that's something that well, no people. No one likes dieting. Admit. No, no. But like, why do people always try to convince other people to do it? Like, I don't want other people to do it if you don't want to do it. Live your best lives. I don't want to do it. <laughs> anyway, my other betrayal <laughs> picks, my secret picks that I didn't say, but I, I thought about were three four three guilty spark in oh. Halo Two. Yes. Two? I think I remember. Or three. That. Which one are you specifically talking about? I'm thinking of three, I guess, where it like when he is like, I can't let you do that, John. Yeah. And then goes crazy and then um yeah. Johnson shoots him with the Spartan yeah, laser. Yeah, Johnson's like, I got a rocket launcher this whole time. Yeah. And you're like, oh, It's a Spartan shit. laser. Oh, it was a it was a Spartan laser. Thank you. That's the The laser, laser that you have to hold three? that kills. Oh yeah, okay. Hit. Um so I thought Someone about that. wasn't ranked on Halo three. I just I I haven't played it well. Um <laughs> I also contemplated Cortana in five, Bart five right, yeah. just because like that's the only good thing about the game. Like I literally, the, it. like it. That's the only good thing about the story is that Cortana, like, because I guess it once again is the same thing as Joel or Atlas. Is like it's a bigger thing when, like, they've literally had four games of like, Chief and Cortana are like a really good friendship pair and the, but this time she's bad because she's remember how corrupt. like she wanted they wanted to like fuck super hard on four yeah do you remember that do you remember oh, that yeah. plot line oh, he's like yeah. i just want to touch you I and then she forget. like touches him and he's like saving him from the didact oh, thank you and that was it yeah 
That was weird. That was a weird thing. It was a weird game in general. That whole game in general, because that was like the first time Halo was like, yeah, you gotta read the books to know what's going on. I read those books. I was like, what? I did, I read them, I read the whole series by Greg Bear. And then that came up. I love that you have this big fight with the die deck, and then it's literally just like, I'm gonna turn off the bridge. Like, like, (laughs) like the whole thing, you're like, oh, I thought this was gonna be like a big. Big thing. It's also just so weird because like the didact is this huge, super uber powerful thing in the books, and then it's just like mm, shoot him twice. He fell down a hole. <laughs> so those were my two other ones, I guess. Was yeah. Cortana and then three or three guilty spark. My biggest betrayal of video games is Microsoft to Rare Studios. Oh, oh no, that, I mean that's that's real. Rest I'm in, a tear right rest now. In, rest in peace. EA to Star Wars. Uh, well, it kind of brought it back a bit. There was a moment. But a lot was sacrificed <laughs> yeah, for Battlefront 2. Mine was Dante and Virgil in every game they are together in. In which Virgil just suddenly decides to betray Dante, and Dante acts like he didn't see it coming. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And we have fight. that whole thing where I cut, cut a bunch of raindrops. And then... Real put quick, the, put the sword back in the sheath, and then, and they then the blades evaporate. Yeah. yeah, that's. I don't want to yeah. spoil DMC five, but like DMC five is the best one for various related reasons. Mm-hmm. Various. There's a character called V. He's so cool. It's not it's Virgil. Not Virgil. It's not Virgil. Mm. His name is V. Gotcha. He has a bird friend. A bird friend. Yeah, and a cat friend, and a other friend. A goo monster. A goo monster. My thing is, though, if you're going to introduce all these friends, mm-hmm. give me a boy button. I think every game should have a boy no, button from now on. There's a boy they button? They each have their own button. He doesn't say oh boy. God. But, like, he hasn't earned they it. Have like a bird, they have, like, a bird part? There's a, there's a bird button, and then there's a dog button, cougar okay. button. I'm just saying, I think every game should have a button where I just make my friend do something. Right. I know it was his I mean, God of War was, that. like, but, yeah. pretty much the perfect video game so yeah. I'm glad it won I think it's important to remember that all games should have a button in which the main character just says do that or yeah or boy. just have a voice clip of the actor that played Kratos yeah betrayal um, Bioware and giving Mass Effect a proper ending or a good game after three Capcom to its fans. <laughs> what? No, Capcom's great. It's actually kind of out they, of combat as of back. late. Yeah, I was going to say, they, I understand what you're saying, but like now they're pretty... I think you mean it. Capcom to Mega Man before yeah. 11 came out. Yeah. But That's still. Fair. Hey guys, do you remember Mighty Number no. 9? I don't. Uh, mm. Sonic Team and making a good game. Sonic bum, bum. T- Sonic Team and any of its fans. <laughs> they keep trying so hard. Prior to like, I don't know, like it's been a long time. Mania's great. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll give, I'll give you Sonic Mania, but How that's literally just forces? rehashing old games. And it was not developed by Sonic Team. Yeah. Um, wow. There's a lot that you could do that's just, like, game studios instead right. of, like, the games themselves. Nintendo and Factor 5. Wh- oh, my God, it's Factor 5. <laughs> like, just Factor 5 internally scorned. Everyone like, to yeah. Factor 5. Nintendo and, like, most of the Wii U generation. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, third-party developers and Nintendo during the Wii U. Yeah. Microsoft to connect. Peter Molyneux. Yeah. So, yeah, um, Milo and just Peter Molyneux's endless lies. 
There's a really fun documentary by Kim Justice on YouTube about Peter Bolyneau's lies. It's like six parts. It's really, really good. It's not quite a betrayal, but I think just like the entire development of Majora's Mask 3D, just because like the entire time, it may be like a betrayal to the trust of fans because they're like, we're not making it. We're not making it. Tell them we laughed. We're not making it. Yeah, we, we it's already made. Valve. We were making we're we were making it the entire time. We're betrayed and also have betrayed. Yeah. Let us know what your favorite video game betrayals are. There's a are, lot of them because mm-hmm. there are clearly a lot of them that we didn't touch on. Um, let us know at IWTL Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye bye. Was I supposed to say something else? No, you don't have to. Oh. Later, later, taters. <laughs> later, later. Bye.